All right. Welcome on in the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. And today we are quickly, quickly starting with something new. And we're going to do the guessing game, George. <laughs> I'm going to give you something I'm thinking of, and you got five guesses to get it and vice versa. I'm going to start. On All right. One. I'm thinking of a former Seattle Seahawks player. Okay. Is he a wide receiver? No, that is one question down. Is he from the offensive or defensive side of a football? Good question. Defense. All right. Is he from the secondary? Yes. You have two questions left. It's going to be a tough one. Is he part of a legion of boom? Yeah. Damn. So it's one of four. Is it Branding Browner? Brandon Browner? Is it Browner? No. Okay. I'll give you one more guess. Is it Earl Thomas? No, it is not. It was Cam Chancellor. That was way too obvious. I was going to say Cam Chancellor for some. I was like, that was too easy. Ah, man, that's bullshit. I I know. I kind of purposely went with the easy one to see if I could throw you off. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm also thinking of a Seattle Seahawk former player. Former player. I'm guessing it's not an easy one because that's what it is are. not an easy. That's one. not. That's not a question. <laughs> that doesn't count as one of my five questions. Uh, offense or defense? Offense. Okay. Um, let's see. Is he a, like a positional player or a lineman? He's a positional player. What do they call him? A skill player. Skill player. That was the question. Yeah. Um, is that two questions? Yeah, what number did he wear? That's I I actually do not know what number. A he high wore. number or a low number? I don't know. Not you can't. By, this what? I don't okay. know what number he wore. God damn it! Okay, so I still only have two <laughs> questions. What position did he play? Running back. Is it Sean Alexander? It is not Sean Alexander. Is it? Uh, is it someone I even know? Yes. Is it a dude? Is it the dude you brought up on the podcast a couple weeks ago that you said his running style reminds you of Kenneth Walker? It is not. That's <laughs> you're at like seven questions now. No, I didn't. You didn't answer three of them because you didn't know their number. That was just one question. <laughs> is it Warner? No, it's not Kurt Warner. Okay, then give me one more. Um, okay. You didn't answer my numbers question. You kind of screwed me over there. Um, is it? Adrian Peterson. It is Adrian Peterson. I I put him on our TikTok. That was dumb of you. Kind of a trick question. That was that was a like I was gonna say that was not very intelligent of you to use him because you literally made a TikTok today about a random Adrian Peterson. I took that TikTok, made it into a tweet on our account. That's what I should have guessed that from fucking first guess. I knew it, it, it was kind of like you and Cam Chancellor. It was like kind of obvious. Like then I was like, oh, he's I didn't never going to make a stay. video and tweet about Cam Chancellor today. <laughs> you literally made a video and tweeted about Adrian Peterson. And he wore number 21, I think. Did he? Okay, I'm I wasn't sure. You didn't know that after making an entire whole ass video about him today. For, for some reason, in my head, it was like 29, 29, 29. But I don't think it was 29. I got it on the screen. Here you go. Big 21. 21. Wow. All right. Peterson, yeah. Although I will do this, this is a little off topic, and we did not plan this before we do our intro. But I did tweet it out after you brought up Adrian Peterson, and it brings up an interesting thought here. Uh, I tweeted out on our account on at Sant Seattle plug S O N T Seattle. 
that he uh it might he might be the most random Seahawk of all time. And boy, did we get responses about all right, like Jerry Rice, Jerry uh, Rice. John Randall. Yeah, uh, Jerry Rice and T.O. was one of the most one. The most. But I wouldn't count T.O. because he never played a regular season game. Yeah, he was training camp. Yeah. Uh, Edridge and James. <laughs> Edridge and Dwight, Dwight Freeney. I didn't even know any of those. I knew Dwight Freeney, but I did not know Edridge and James was on there. And uh, Devin Hester. Yeah, I didn't know Devin Hester either. Uh, what else did we get? There was, well... I did. I did happen to say in Seattle sports, and somebody brought up the Patrick Ewing. Said Patrick okay, Ewing yeah, would Patrick like Ewing for sure. Uh, Harris is that Franco Harris? Franco yeah. Harris. Yeah, I forgot about him. I got that one. Let's see. I think Freeney was another one. I'm trying to see if there's any other one. Ricky Henderson was he in the M's uniform? Yeah, he was on the Mariners. Yeah, in his first Mariners at bat, he homered. Greg Olson. That one's not that random. Somebody brought up it's Greg not, Olson. Not fucking random. Out of all people. Oh, we did get some Ryan Leaf on our account. Um, he he ch- he chimed in because somebody. Uh, Ryan Leaf was on our, uh on the Seahawks at one point. No, no, Ryan Leaf chimed in on the the, the tweet. Oh, okay. I thought he was on our. Somebody Seahawks. tried to try to call him a quitter, and Ryan Leaf. I'm just going through our tweet. Twitter. <laughs> okay, but like somebody said, like Ryan Leaf was in training camp, but quit before the mile run, afraid of homegrown. Ryan Leaf did not like that one. He tweeted back, don't belittle mental health, Bill. Stop contributing to the stigma. You're the problem. Be the solution. Honestly, the Ryan Leaf, my guy. Um, I don't know if he will be willing to, but I'd love to have him on our podcast. I would love for him to be on the podcast too. Tell us some good stories. Yeah. And here is a picture of Edgerton James on with a Seahawks jersey next to Peyton Manning. Interesting. Who is not on the Seahawks, but yeah, but that's, I didn't know Edgerton James was on the Me Seahawks. Either. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Lee for telling Bill to stop it. Stop the stigma, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Ryan Lee, please come on the show. Thank you. Yeah. Bill, you not so much, but thanks for listening. Yeah. Sorry, Bill, you're not invited. (laughs) Well, let's just get to a quick intro. For those that don't know, if this is your first time listening, we pick up new listeners every week. So we just got to throw this shout out is this is the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. It's brought to you by the Sports on Tap brand. We have another podcast called The Sports on Tap without the Seattle. That is uh, all sports. And we're two brothers here talking the things we love. I'm Sammy. Younger. And I'm George. i throw that out there. The younger one. And I'm George, the older one. Older but wiser, they say. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> the same wiseness. I, don't, I wouldn't consider myself wiser either. So. But the older, the wiser, they say. That's what they say, George. That's what they say. I don't know, bro. That's what they say. Uh, I've kind of figured out the older I got, like you we used to think that I am only 35, but you know, oh yeah, everyone the older they get, they get it they're figuring it out. No one's figuring it out. Everyone's just kind of going through the motion and trying to figure it out. I, I'm, I'm not figuring out nothing. <laughs> I, I I'm convinced you'll be 80 years old. Like I'm finally trying to figure it out. Just trying to figure out, you know. Figure out my finances. <laughs> How's the mortgage work? Yeah. Wait a second. That's how taxes work. Explain Every, why. Trying to figure it explain out. inflation. Still can't. Pete Carroll's still trying to figure it out, and he's won exactly. Super Bowls. So come exactly. On. Thanks for tuning in today. Happy Thanksgiving week. And uh, the Seahawks took a week off, but we still got topics. Uh, and this is kind of our new style. For those that are wondering, we kind of have the questioning sports style. That's why I do a little trivia at the beginning. Uh, different things like that. And uh, today we have, we do have a Thanksgiving topic-ish, so yeah. stay tuned for that. But let's just start with number one, George. 
because it is right, kind of where we uh kind of where we're going at uh top five rivals for the seahawks and the reason we bring that up is uh the las vegas once la once oakland raiders were in the seahawks division when they were in the afc right just when the when they came into the existence a- the good old afc west yeah the seahawks broncos chiefs. raiders and chiefs yeah and that was the seahawks were in there uh that was when the seahawks first came into the nfl and that just brought up the topic that's who we're playing this week which we'll get to on this question but first who are the top five rivals for the Seahawks and do those teams from the past count or is it, you know, I, or is it the easy answers? 49ers, Cardinals, Rams. Okay. You know what, Bill? I was just thinking about that when I said the four teams, like honestly, like that was weird, right? Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs are still all in the same division. And he just took the Seahawks out and put the chargers in there and moved from around. That's like, like yeah. kind of weird, just random. And they're all like different cities. They have so many, like, I don't know. The Vegas has changed cities. Right. Uh, so has the Chargers. And then you have a team in like the Midwest in the Broncos, like the West kind of. And then you have the kind of West, kind of West. The, the Chiefs Kansas are definitely, in, definitely Midwest. Midwest. Yeah. It's weird. It's just a weird division, lo- location wise. Right. Top five rivals. I think number one is easy. I mean, it's a 49ers, 49ers. Our, our biggest rivals today. Um, I don't think that's much of a, uh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't debate. know if we can get to five by the way, but yeah, yeah. like five real rivals with 49ers. You're right. That's simple, right? There's right. no I other answer. There's no other answer than the 49ers. I would say number two could be the green Bay Packers. I feel like we've had a lot of different playoff games in weird moments with them. I felt like the rivalry was more Rodgers versus Wilson. Yeah, but you could also go back to Holmgren stuff, right? Like, yeah, like there's a lot of connection between us and the. And pack. Schneider is from Wisconsin, and wasn't yeah. he on the Green Bay staff? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have to say it's top five. Like, they're one of a five, though. Yeah. Okay, let's try not to list this so it's not too like blah blah blah. No number three, right. number one's Forty ers we can stick to that. And then let's come up with four before I think green Bay Packers would fit. Um, and that is, you know, maybe that wouldn't be the same answer for Packer fans, but for the right. Seahawks, I think because of the Wilson Rogers stuff for a while, because of homegrown being a, a green Bay guy and John Schneider being a green Bay guy and just all the battles we've had. Um, and and just the history, Matt Hasselback, right? We'll we'll take yeah. the ball. We're gonna win it. There's always something with Green the Bay. the fail hail mary, whatever they call it. The fail goal. mary, fail mary. Even though it's not, I don't like the word fail mary because it was counted as a touchdown. Yeah, that's why it was a fail because they're saying like it was not really a touchdown. The fail I know. mary, and I get it. Um, but, uh, to me, it was a touchdown. But I'm yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> touchdown gate. Um, yeah, they've had a the lot comeback. of comeback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers saying, "Oh, I guess God wasn't with us. This God was with us this game to make fun of Russell Wilson." And Aaron Rodgers just like kind of, I just can't stand him. So I just that's why maybe for me it's a top five rival. Yeah, I mean like right now they're not, but like right, I understand. I, I agree. They they're, they they got to be somewhere in that top five because of this a lot of memories we have with them, mm-hmm. and just the, there's a lot of connections back to Green Bay, which exactly. is interesting. Uh, okay, I, I don't know where they sit. But I think obviously the Rams and Cardinals are somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm 
I guess I would say honestly Cardinals more than the Rams. Yeah, oh, that's where I was going to go. Cardinals more than the Rams. I feel like the Rams maybe just cuz they just moved to LA. Uh, they have no really, real fans. No real fans. I don't really feel like I have a rivalry with them yet. Uh the Cardinals I do feel like we have a rivalry. Yeah, with. I really wasn't bothered when the Rams won the Super Bowl last year and I Yeah, that, I didn't even me, feel like I felt like it was I was watching a movie like it's not a real team anyway. Yeah, because they were like this team that really has no fan base which well, the Los Angeles fan base of football is very complicated anyways because it's some Raiders fans. It's some uh, 49ers fans even. It's some uh, it's like Rams, Raiders, could be Chargers now. Like There's so many. There's definitely more people in L.A. who watch NFL football that are not fans of the Rams and there are fans of the Rams. I agree, which makes it hard to root against. Them. They don't they don't have a fan base. Like I don't yeah. really argue with Rams fans on Twitter. Like, right. It's always so the, 49er and Seahawks fans. So let's make it three right now. We'll put the Rams on the side for a minute. Cardinals, Packers, 49ers. Yeah. I want to add the Broncos in there because they were our division rivals at one point and they were our rivals, and that rivalry has now been reinfused by the Russell Wilson trade. But we never play. I know, but we used to play every year. Like I think I know, but nobody cared about the Seahawks back then. That was in the seventies. And we beat them in the Super Bowl as well. I feel like that's more of an emotional like I don't like them right now. I don't I don't know if it's rivals, but maybe I guess what is the definition of rival? Like, like that's why I think it's very hard to find five. Yeah, I feel like it's very hard to find five rivals for the Seahawks. That's why I'm gonna put the Broncos in there. They are our rivals right now. I'm right. not I, I would say they're gonna fall out of that list in the near future. But I guess right now, if you go back for the last 10 years from 2012 to 2020. With the beating of the Super Bowl, with the trade of Russell Wilson, with mm-hmm. the beating of Russell Wilson there, with having their draft pick this year and rooting against them every single game, which I guess is a rival, right? You don't root for your, you don't root against the team. Every Social game media rival. has to change what rivalry means. Yeah, this is our for the okay 2022. The Broncos are the Seahawks top five rival. Correct. How about that? I like in that. 2022. And you're right. Social media changed it because. Every week, I'm rooting for a tweet to make fun of Russell Wilson and the Broncos losing. And, and their us a draft fans pick. really hate when we do that. Yeah, but they can't do anything. Like I feel I like I, nobody argues back. Like they're like oh, they we'll did. Like week one, week one and two, they really would argue back, and then now I feel like they're just sad. Now they're like, give us back our backup quarterback. We'd I like saw something. I saw something on Reddit. Like a Raiders fan went to the uh, Broncos game last week and he posted in Seattle Seahawks read it and he's like, Hey, Seahawks fans. I just want to say, I went to the Raiders versus Broncos games. I want to say, it's really sad seeing now the Broncos fans have now react to Russell Wilson. <laughs> like, and, and he just like went on this whole thing. Like they're really sad about it and they're really mad at him. And like, like no one really likes him in Denver. And I was like, Oh wow, that's sad. Welcome to our lives. Yeah. So uh, I just <laughs> wanted to say that. Um, so we have four now. Are we going to put the Rams in there, or do you have a better fifth rival? Um, those four we said? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't want to put the Rams for some reason, but it, it's probably could the Rams. put the Raiders because of, like, historic rivals. I, I don't really <laughs> feel that. It's not. It's not. We just used them as a cop-out for this, for this topic. Right. It's not the Raiders. I mean, like... Maybe if we had our old helmets, it would be because when it used to be the old helmets versus the Raiders helmets are kind of like that silver. That was that was aesthetically very beautiful football. Name one game where you're like, oh, Raiders Seahawks, that game. Ooh, uh, never. Yeah. 
The only <laughs> other one I could say is Tom Brady, but he's a rival of every team because right. he beat us in that Super Bowl. He's, you know, we've had a lot of battles with the, the Patriots and I guess now the Bucks last week, but they're not a rival either. I, there's got to be one like really weird one. I'm trying to think of like the Packers was kind of that weird one, but it's not the Raiders. I don't like, I have no emotion going against right. the Raiders this week. Like I feel like we always play the Vikings, but I wouldn't consider them a rival. I don't care. I feel like they always losing. fuck up against us. Yeah. yeah I just feel bad for them. Rivals. God, that word. I know. I know. That's why the topic is kind of interesting. Cause it's hard to find five rivals for the Seahawks. It's the Rams. Let's just, uh, yeah, let's give it to the Rams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's obvious. We're trying to find reasons not to put them. It's the Rams. Yeah, I think the Green Bay topic was the most interesting one. Though. Me too. Topic. And fuck the 49ers. I don't like them. Oh, yeah. There are definitely our rivals. Yeah, there are rivals. Uh, with that said, I'll do a follow-up question. Is How you feeling about this game against the Raiders, though, for real? Because uh, I think they're going to win. I think we're going to win, but we have to be careful. It's a little bit of a trap game. It's one of those games yep. where I feel like too many fans are like, oh, yeah, here we go. Easy one. It's never easy, but you don't. Pete Carroll is a veteran coach. A um, couple weeks to prepare after the Germany game. I think it's a good spot, but just we can't un- overlook the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, coming off that Germany game, you can just see that we didn't really lose a step. It was just the first half in Germany, which I never, ever, ever take in take anything away from these international games. Because, like, this was a weird situation. You yeah. fly to Germany, you'd have like the prepare in a different country and time zones. It's a yep. 6 30 AM yep, yep. game in Seattle. So I wasn't really worried about the performance because by second half, I mean, if we played like that by the end of the second quarter, we might've pulled out the win that last week. So I'm not really worried about the team in terms of like what I saw from the Germany game, but I agree with you. I'm worried about, Hey, like Derek Carr and the Raiders are first of all in a must win situation. Mm-hmm. We're now we now have our backs against the wall a little bit. We're tired of San Francisco in the division. Yeah, so we and need somehow to like like there's a bunch of teams in the race right behind us, despite our good record for the wild card spot. So it's a it's I wouldn't say I think it's not a must win for us, but it's pretty close. Like this is a momentum shifting game. We have to play well. Yeah. I agree with the momentum situation, and then. <clears throat> The Raiders just came off a win, so they're going to be a little bit higher on confidence than they have been in the recent past. But uh, I- I'm not, I'm not way too concerned. And it's a home game, so that too, that that's yeah. helpful for me. And so. we only have, I saw some. We only have two road games left on the season, so that's actually very, very positive news for us. It is positive. Well, speaking of the road games, I'll just bring it up now. Uh, our our second topic here was: Would you rather see a Seahawks Thanksgiving game? Do you like watching your team on Thanksgiving? Um, or holiday games in general. And the reason that I brought that up now that you said that is we do have a road game in Kansas city on Christmas Eve. Uh, and that's one of those extremely hard road games that we have coming up the rest of the season. But would you rather see the Seahawks on a thanks? Do you like seeing your teams, including the Seahawks playing on a holiday? I don't personally. Um, here's why. I'm already doing a lot of stuff on holidays, right? And I don't like distractions during my favorite team's games. Um, and usually that ends up being a distraction because especially when you live in a city that you're not from, we live now in Phoenix. It's like sometimes you'll get invited somewhere. You might have something to do. And not everyone is want to revolve around that holiday game. There's always, you know, maybe it's not possible to be fully focused on it. I'd rather... When, when it's my team's game, I'd rather uh, 
my favorite scenario is like Sunday night football or Monday night football during a non-holiday time because I can like literally it's the only thing going on. Yeah, I think my only exception would be Thanksgiving. I do actually like Thanksgiving games a lot. Um, okay. I don't think I'd want the 5 p.m. game though. I think I would like one of those 10 a.m. Thanksgiving games. Wake up the, the Lions, morning. the Lions game, not the Cowboys. Yes, game. not the Cowboys game because the Cowboys game. Well, there's always a third game now, isn't there? Yeah, which is at five o'clock game. Yeah. Uh, who are the other two teams? Just random, right? Always. It's always random. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't mind the 10 a.m. game. Wake up, have my coffee, sit down, watch football, and then because by one o'clock is when either you're helping family or you're getting ready to go somewhere to a family's friend's house for Thanksgiving or yeah. your dad asked you to go fill the propane tanks or do, you know, like one of those types yeah, of You're always doing something during the second quarter of the Cowboys game. I feel like yeah, there's always something, whether it's eating, like, like you got to eat at some point on Thanksgiving. You got to help. It's so, yeah, a whole so, point of Thanksgiving yeah. to eat. and giving thanks. Yeah, and, of course. Oh yeah. Oh wait, help me. Forgot no, no. about that one. Hey, come on, George. The point of Thanksgiving is to eat. No, it's to give thanks. And I'm giving thanks to the Seahawks for not playing this Thanksgiving because I don't like being too distracted. But if it was a 10 a.m. game, I'd like it. My biggest issue is, though, George, and I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if we've ever had a game on thanks or on Christmas Eve, but we do have our Christmas Eve game this year. I don't know if I love it. I don't. I'm telling you right now, I don't love it because, like, of course, you know, you're going to have right now we're not married. But you can, our mother, for example, like I was going to do it in Arabic. I'll do it in Arabic for those we speak Arabic. It's football, which means is it really now time for football? You're just definitely going to say that on Christmas Eve. Well, maybe not our mom because she knows. That we watch a lot of moms in Arabic would say that. <laughs> Most moms, <laughs> not our mom. Our mom would be like, whatever. They're watching the Seahawks. True, well, but is it a normal time game? I don't. I think it's a uh, two o'clock. Oh no, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I'm wondering. I actually am checking because this is actually something that I'm very interested in. George, I'm about to sneeze, so you talk. All right. Well, Sammy sneezes. Uh, th- thanks for the warning there. I, Sammy doesn't sneeze much on this podcast. I um, it doesn't matter what time it is. Very I'm, random I'm, comment. I know. Doesn't sneeze much on this podcast. No, I've never heard you sneeze. But I, in general, I don't think I hear you sneeze very often. In general, I'm not a sneezer. Um, but in general, I don't know. I don't know if there's a good time. Maybe if it's the morning game, while yeah, you look it's that 10 a.m. I, I guess it's, that's a good time. I guess it's not bad anyway. You're not doing anything at that moment. It's a Saturday. It's so weird. It's 10 a.m. Saturday game. Yeah, it's weird. Huh? Well, <laughs> interesting. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's I just don't like the midday night games on holidays. Um, because yeah. I like you said, I always miss those games, but. I think I would, yeah, I, to, to go with the question, I prefer no holiday games. Okay. Yeah, same here. Are you nervous about that game, by the way, though? The Chiefs game? Yeah. Yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, and I think the Chiefs are, should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. So, yeah. And that 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 week is going to be when we're probably looking at playoff scenario division. Yeah, that's going to be a tough game on the road. But you know who I believe in? I think a guy by the name of Gino. Gino Smith. That's him. Beautiful. Okay. Love the Seahawks. We're moving on to the Mariners, though. But shout out to the Seahawks and let's get a win. I So next week, I would love to come on this podcast with a lot of topics about the Seahawks' big win. But love it. They had no game this week. So it's a little bland. But we'll go on to the Mariners, George. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez from the Blue Jays, the man who hit. 
two home runs against us in the wild card game that we mm-hmm. came back down from eight one, whatever it was. Awesome game. Mariners trade for him. Uh, we obviously give up Swanson, uh, give up a, a prospect, whatever. My real question is, this is a very large move, but would it be disappointing if this is the largest move we make or if this is kind of where it flattens out? Or do you expect the Mariners to like make a huge splash? Because I'll give you my answer quickly is I'm expecting a huge splash at some point. I want something big, a Trey Turner, uh, a Carlos Correa, something big. Uh, good this question. Is big. This is big. I think this will be our biggest move in the offseason, personally, but I don't think it'll be our only move in the offseason. I think there's going to be more moves. There's a lot more moves to be made, but I don't think, like, I don't know. Is Trey, would you say Trey Turner's a bigger move or about the equal amount of move? Like, if you said Trey Turner, I'd say it's about equal, maybe more. Would you, what would you say? I don't know. Trey Turner. Because you brought that name up, so I don't know. Like, is that a bigger move? Same, not. He's 29 years old. He's, he's a 302 batter in his career, which we don't get a lot of. No, well, these days especially. Uh, I guess it depends what you're looking for on the Mariners. Like we do that, we had a lot of power last year. Yeah, I'm just gonna get on base much. Yeah, so a 302 hitter that gets on base is also a very huge deal for us, and we'd be filling a, a gap of you know. We need to get rid of the, the the. We need to get one more infielder, one more outfielder. So I feel like we did get that outfielder in in Hernandez. That's where mm-hmm. I'm like looking at an infielder because Hernan. I mean Hernandez was a huge move. Don't get me wrong. I mean the guy yeah, that's got a two seventy of twenty five home runs. That's not more you can ask for. Yeah, I just would like to see. I would like to see a second baseman come in or a shortstop and move Crawford to second or whatever, like, you know, just another middle infielder and see where we can go from there. But I think in general, um, you got to feel pretty good about the team going forward either way. Yeah. Uh, I think the Mariners in this situation right now, uh, I, I would just say that it is, Oh, by the way, Trey Turner batted two ninety eight with 21 home runs last year. That okay. might be a move. It might be bigger, but but not, it's not uh, like Aaron Judge is a bigger move. Carlos Correa is a bigger move. Like there's no like debating what's a bigger move. Yeah, I guess he was an All Star sil- Silver Slugger and 11th in MVP voting, so it's a pretty big deal. Pretty but big deal, yeah. He he's not an Aaron Judge, and we're not going to get Aaron Judge as no, much as not. I kind of thought so for a little bit, kind of hoped for it for a little bit, but I just don't think it's happening. Like. It's, just it's not happening. Let's like just yeah. be honest with it. He's him. going to San Francisco or signing with the Yankees or the Dodgers as yeah, a third Dodgers. option. Yeah. He's going to one of the California places or staying in New York. And then Correa is an option, Trey Turner. But then again, when you say these names, right? Hernandez is kind of just as big of a move. Yeah. The, I mean, I wouldn't say just as big, but it's a big move. It's a big move for sure. And he's not what? Is he 29, 30? 30. Like not, he's not old. He has like last four, year on the contract, I believe. Last year on the contract. Okay, I mean, let's see what he brings out of it. It's not like a long term deal. It's a big deal, but uh, to answer your question fully, yeah, I'd be disappointed if it's the only move we make. But I won't be disappointed if we don't make another like huge splash. I think the team's pretty solid. So you're pretty much at the point where you're you could be more satisfied, but you're not going to be very disappointed. Basically, yeah, and. I, it's I enjoy the meal if the dessert is like not really that if I have no dessert like I'm okay. 
You, let me give you our projected like starting lineup right now. Okay, yep. and tell me where you would love like to see potentially second base. A, what <laughs> second base? Yeah, our second base. It could be worse. It could base. be worse. But I'd so, like to see an upgrade there. Yeah, I, I just think that Frazier did play good in the um in the what's it called the wild card game. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I'm not complete. I'm not gonna be a complete hater on it, man. No, I, no, think I, I deleted not. this photo off my phone. I had like a what's it called? A uh, the Mariners. Here it is. I got it. The Mariners. Here we go. Projected lineup 2023. As of right now, where the where it's sitting, we have at left it would be Jesse Winker. I know you'd like to see something different there, or maybe he revitalizes, bro. The guy or was all star in 2020, or maybe it's uh, by committee. It's Kalenic, it's Winker, it's you know whoever's maybe. there, whoever's there. Yeah, Julio at center, we're good. Tioscar Hernandez at right, we're good, we're good. JP Crawford at short or second. Let's just give him a yeah. short or second. He's a middle middle infield. I think we're good there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Moore is he's, where, he's utility. Just like he's he can, where he's who's he's who's going to be your second baseman if you don't figure something out. Okay, yeah, and he's okay. He's going to end yeah. up playing eighty games one way or another. Yeah, and we're obviously good with Cal Raley, Ty France. That's effort. And Suarez. Yeah. So the the game day app has it projected as Toro at third and Suarez at DH, but that's probably a committee thing. Yeah, I want Toro off the lineup. Yeah, yeah, we need we need one more guy that can come in, but it's it's look, it's we, the free agency hasn't even started yet. I don't know, like I think once the they, what do they call it, the hot stove league <laughs> starts, like then I'll have more to say once names are actually really really heating up. I think, yeah, so it's pretty simple. We could use one more infielder, and we could potentially use one more outfielder, or it's going to be outfield by committee. But I think the infield is a clear place that we could probably do a little upgrade right like you don't want toro and dylan moore starting in your lineup no i mean unless they're i guess with dylan moore unless he's a utility guy playing 60 games a year coming in once in a while i mean you know there's going to be injuries coming in and out of lineups that's just how sports work so i mean those guys are guys who can fill in when needed but you don't want to bank on them as your everyday player yeah at all and i don't know if haggard and haggard the same thing yeah, even though he has a lot of swag. Yeah, he is swag haggerty, dude. That guy is that guy's awesome, not gonna lie. Uh I think it's gonna be a cool year, man. I think and you Me know, too. if you go if you go look back at it in the playoffs, it's my last comment on this because whatever, we still gotta improve. Uh if you look back at the playoffs outside of a game for like honestly, if we had a seven game series with the Astros, we might've done even better than the Phillies. We, we gave the Astros more problems than most series did. Exactly. I mean, it was, it was the season that we wanted to to We took our step forward and let's just wait until next season and see, like if you're going into next season, you're feeling good already. You already added a piece into your lineup. Yeah. Now, you, there's still to see what is going to go on with Hanniger. Are we gonna, I, I doubt he's back with us. But um, we didn't really get much out of him in the playoffs anyway. Is we have a, there's a lot of weird things going on with the Mariners in terms of like the Hanniger, Winker, Kelnick. The outfield's yeah. in a really odd place because you have Hernandez and Rodriguez, obviously done. Mm-hmm. But that left field spot, like 
We're talking about guys like Kelnick, who's supposed to be a star. Jesse Winker, who you traded for, who is supposed to be like an all-star caliber player. And you have Hanniger, who was once an all-star that is like kind of a fan favorite, but just can't stay on the field now. And yeah. it's like, if he signs but, for but, but, maybe, but maybe if he signs for cheap and you move him to DH, if now you, all of a sudden you're fixing your problem of staying on the field because now yeah. you're not asking him to play the field. <laughs> so 100%. But, but I mean, that's just where we've been as a Seattle Mariner fan my whole life, where we can't find a left fielder. And here we are still can't find a fucking left fielder. It's like the curse of left field. It'll be fine this year. I feel I have a feeling. Like, who's been our best left fielder in your lifetime? Raul Raul Ibanez. Ibanez. Yeah, He's like, very good, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know, but he, like, couldn't play the field. Like, that was – he couldn't – he was actually, like, the worst defensive left fielder I've ever seen in my life. Like, that was – uh, Have you ever seen a fielder. guy named Manny Ramirez? He made Manny Ramirez look like Willie no, no, Mays. Manny Ramirez was the worst, bro. It's pretty odd. We know that. Come on. The guy was playing yeah. at the Green Monster. It's like, two feet and couldn't even catch a ball. I, I think Ibanez was worse. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not. I mean, it's not important at all. But don't don't hate on my guy, Raul, bro. Don't don't hate on my guy. That guy was awesome. He's my he's my favorite left fielder in Mariners history. Yeah, that's I know. all I got. <laughs> that's all we had. So don't make fun of my guy. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, all I'm yeah, saying. You're right. Fair. Fair. Also, fair, really quick farewell before we get off, George. Okay. I don't know if I've had a guy that's I've felt worse for in the last five six years in baseball than Kyle Lewis. True. On the Mariners. He's now on the Arizona Diamondbacks. I just wanted to say shout out to him. Like, I hope he can figure it out. It's going to suck if he does because we're going to watch him be good. But I think it's obvious. I, I think it's over for him. That's otherwise, Mariners uh, wouldn't trade him. I think it's hopefully not. I mean, I'm rooting for the guy, but me too. Uh, I, I think it's over for him as well. Feel bad, but um, hey, man, injuries in sports. That's that's what it is. It's unfortunate. Yeah, but it's this really sad part of that is, man, he was. 2020 rookie of the year it was like our julio this year right where you're like sweet we got a superstar i'm not and just wood, nothing knocking on wood about yeah. that i mean julio's bit was much better than him i know i know but just injuries 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 i know That's, it's just sad scares to see. me the dude was jordan brand sponsor everyone loved him what was you know rookie of the year during covid seasons brought some hope and then nothing since Nothing right, and nothing. I mean, he wasn't even good enough to call up into the playoff roster. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> you know, hope, hope, hoping though, like, okay, Kyle Lewis didn't pan out. I mean, that's the end of it. Maybe Kelnick can pan out this year, um, which would be great. We'll find out. It was at least we had something at the end of the season with him. Yeah, I mean, didn't do anything in the playoffs, but we had some some hope. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Me too. Seriously, me too. But good work by the Mariners on Hernandez, for real. Another Hernandez in my life. Well, happy Thanksgiving week. Holiday seasons are kicking off, my friend. Absolutely. One of the best times of the year. And hey, if you like all sports, we talked a lot more about Thanksgiving for some reason on our all sports podcast. So go check it out. The Sports on Tap podcast. Look at you. Two plugs in one show. What was my other plug? I plugged it already in the beginning. Our intro you did. Yes, you did. You did. That's yeah, why I was right. surprised. That one that threw me off. Two two plugs. That's new. Yeah. Hey, man, not every show do you get two plugs other than the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, much love, y'all. Uh, as always, I'm Sammy. He's I'm George. George. Oh, my bad. It's all I, was just gonna, I, was gonna, I was trying to set you up. You know what we like to say. Thanks for stopping by. Peace. 